Back here in Fremont, Nebraska, I'm Christian Zylstra on KDCR 88.5 and KDCR885.com. Getting you set here for the men's half of our doubleheader between the Dort College Defenders and the Midland Warriors. Pleasure to be here with you on this Saturday afternoon here. Let's start with Midland first. You're familiar with Dort College, so let's start with the Midland guys to watch out for today. And the first guy you're going to want to watch out for in terms especially of scoring here is Ryan Williams. Ryan Williams is a forward 6'7 in size, which is as tall, if not taller than anything Dort College is going to throw out there today. In fact, it is taller than anything Dort will throw out there today. Ryan Williams averages 18.3 points per game. He's going to be a go-to forward down low there for the Warriors, a matchup. Dort's going to have to find a way to stop Williams down low. Chase Parsons, he averages 16 a game. He's a guard from San Diego, listed at 5'10 in the program. And T.K. Dixon averages just short of 12 points a game. Another guard from Loganville, Georgia. Those the top three scores for the Midland Warriors. I mentioned Ryan's size, his scoring down low. He also leads the Warriors in rebounding with 6.3 per game. Next on that hierarchical charts the statistical leaders for the rebounds is nick wood who comes off the bench a 6-6 forward from chicago illinois assists tk dixon has the ball in his hands a lot averaging about four assists per game he also leads the team in free throw percentage field goal percentage that goes to ryan williams down low he's had a lot of shots a lot of open looks averaging about 52 percent from the field on the season and like the women's team with joel overcamp Williams also leads in steals per game. So Ryan Williams is really the player to watch for Dort College if you're a fan, if you're listening, if you're the coaching staff. Ryan Williams is the man you have to stop. For Dort College, only two players average double figures. Alec Henriksen, 14.4, and Marcus Winterfeld, 13.3 points per game. Henriksen's had a little bit of a rhythm in the past couple games. Just heated up. Knocked down some shots for Dort College last Saturday against Concordia. He had 23 first-half points. Dort led in rebounding Chad Barkham out 4.3, and then Brunsting, Chandler Brunsting and Andrew O'Donnell at 3.6 assists. With Dort College, it's just easier to say who doesn't average two assists per game. Almost everyone who plays a guard position for Dort College averages two assists per game. Henriksen is the leading man at the free-throw line for Dort College, 92%. Winterfeld leads the team in field goal percentage, 56%. And part of that is his mobility down low. He has had a lot of success this season. Chandler Brunsting and Andrew O'Donnell, they're tied for the team lead in steals with 1.4 per game. We're going to step aside, take one last quick break, and then we'll have your starting lineups as we get ready for tip here in Fremont, Nebraska, between the Dort College men and the Midland men. This is basketball on KDCR. I'm Miranda Velgersdijk, and I'm on the track team at Dort College. I appreciate the fact that Dort is a faith-based college because it reminds me of what is really important in life. The coaches stress the importance of faith in sports, and they continually remind me that in the big scheme of things, track is not the focus of our lives, which helps keep things in perspective. Instead of being so focused on success, we turn our focus to glorifying God no matter what the outcome is. Visit dort.edu to learn more.
Back here in Fremont, Nebraska, Fenoya will leave the floor and will head to the locker room so he'll get checked on. Checking in for the Warriors is guard Tyler Craven, a junior from Ashland, Nebraska. With it is Gradwell. He'll swing it over. Parsons, left wing, three-point basket. Up, no good. Rebound, take it away, Chad Barkema. Critchley now trying to spur the offense after the outlet pass from Barkema. Swings it over, right wing. Brunston, now Barkema. Barkema on the baseline. Dewar College going from right to left, wearing the all-black with the yellow trim. Henriksen, pull up mid-range, Jay, no good. Battling in there for the rebound is Brunston. Last touch by Williams. Dewar College will earn possession. So a new 30 on the shot clock for Dort College with it inbounded underneath the uh, Warrior basket. Quick inbounds pass. Henriksen quick goes up through the contact. No call, no basket. So 2-0 here, two minutes in. Midland still with the lead. Parsons will take it. Over to Williams, top of the key. He's got a six-inch advantage on Brunston, who's guarding him out there. Gradwell, he'll drive. Shot up, no good. Racing in there and snagging the rebound is Chandler Brunsing. Brunsing with two early boards here in the early going. Winterfeld, handoff top of the key. Henriksen over to Barkema. Barkema will drive baseline. Pick up his dribble. He'll pull up and he'll knock down the jumper for Dort's first basket. Penetration there by Barkema. When it wasn't there, he pulled up for the mid-range J. Parsons now trying to take it quickly. Dort wants the trap. Gets it over to Williams. Top of the key. Back over to Parsons. Right wing. They're giving him the baseline. He'll get it out to Williams. Williams pump fake. Gets Brunsting up in the air. And Brunsting knocks down the three after Brunsting. Or rather, Williams knocks down the three after Brunsting flies by 5-2. So Williams with the first five points for the Warriors. Brunsting over to Barkema. Barkema drives. Free throw line. Kicks it out to Brunsting. And now Brunsting, he and Henriksen not on the same page. Throws it away into the backcourt. A turnover by Dort College and a new five on the floor for the defenders. Kyle Lang, Andrew O'Donnell, Ben Gasing, Jesse Jansma, and Josh Van Lingen will all check in for Dort. 4 of the five starters still on the floor for Midland and then also out there Tyler Craven who came in for the injured Fenoya. Dixon uses the screen by Williams. Right wing. Guarded by Gasink. Over to Williams. Set the top of the key. Van Lingingham guarding him 25 feet away from the basket. Hand off Dixon. Entry pass down low. Right elbow. Kicks it out. Three-point basket. Gladwell swishes it home. 8-2. A couple early three-point baskets here for the Midland Warriors. Have them up. Now Jesse Jansma with a three of his own. Left him wide alone on the right wing. And he knocked down the open three. Nothing but the nylon. Now Parsons fixing his headband while he drives down the floor. Takes up the uh, basket on the right wing. Cannot get it to fall. A little bit too strong. Jansma, deep three. The heat check, good. Jesse Jansma, two three-point baskets. Wide open. That one a couple feet deeper than the first. And we're tied at eight. Williams will take it up the floor. Guarded by O'Donnell. He gets by O'Donnell. Kicks it out now to the corner. Craven over to Dixon. Dixon, three-point basket, no good. Williams gets away with a shove, and this time he'll get called for the foul. He got away with the first shove down low and then was called for the hook, trying to track down the loose ball with Andrew O'Donnell here the second time. 15-45 left here, first half. 8-8 our score here, the Midland Warriors and the Dort College defenders. Midland 7-4 on the year, 1-3 in conference, but receiving votes. Dort 7-7 overall, 2-2 in conference. 
trying to get a big win here away from home. Jansma drives. He's going to get called for a push-off offensive foul, the first personal on Jesse Jansma. Now checking into the game for the Warriors, Nick Wood, the 6'6 forward, senior from Chicago, Illinois, who's second on the team in rebounding this season. Also checking in is number four, Darren Clark, a 5'10 guard, a junior from Warren Robins, Georgia, a transfer from Eastern Arizona College. With it is Clark. He'll bring it up the floor, guarded by Gasing. Reach it from behind, gets it over to Gladwell. Parsons now. Bounce pass open on the left block. There was Nick Wood left alone. And he lays it in with the easy layup, and Midland grabs the lead, 10-8. Lang over to Gasing. Entry pass down low, Van Lingen. Van Lingen tries to take it on Williams. Does, shot no good, offensive rebound, Van Lingen. Second chance attempt, hangs on the rim, but can't get it to fall, and Williams whips, rips away the board. Parsons, over to Williams, top of the key. Over to Clark, Clark bobbles it, still guarded by Gasink. Back over to Williams, three-point basket, top of the key, left it short, Andrew O'Donnell comes away with a rebound in traffic. Gasink now pushing. Kyle Lang, corner, passes up the three, drives baseline, getting called for the blocking foul on the baseline. The second team foul on Midland is going to go on Chase Parsons, his first personal. And with that, Isaiah Workman, a sophomore 6-5 forward from Creighton, Nebraska, will check in. He'll come in and Williams will exit. So Lang will inbound it, goes over the top, over to Lingen at the top of the key. Jansma, now left point. With it is Lang. Back to Jansma, who found himself opening in this one. He misses left. Rebound taken by Clark. Now Parsons, Parsons pushing it up the floor. Picked up by Lang. Goes left, now back right. Uses a screen set by Workman. Now gives it to Workman. Over to Gladwell. Clark drives. Hand off Wood. Right, right block the lay-in with the right hand off the glass. 12-8. Nick Wood with two easy baskets since he entered into today's game. Pump fake by Jansma. Kicks it out over to O'Donnell. O'Donnell, left elbow jumper, no good. Too strong off the left iron. Clark gets it over to Wood. Wood will pull it back out as Midland waits for numbers. Midland breaking there on the play. will slow it down. Parsons tipped away. Lang tracks it down and steals it for Dort College. 13.30 remaining here in the first half. Lang taking it. Now Jansma is 4-3 the game already. That one's short, no good, but the rebound by Gasink. Now swings it over to O'Donnell. Gasink, left wing three, no good. Too strong, rebound Parsons. Parsons now, two-on-two opportunity. The bounce pass. Clark laying right hand, right block, good. And now Dort College is going to get called for a turnover, saying that Gasink had the ball in play, then went out of bounds, then came back in play. So a new five on the floor for Dort College after the turnover. Kobe Critchley, Alec Henriksen, Chandler Brunsting, Chad Barkema, and Marcus Winterfeld. The starting five back out there on the floor. 14-8 our score, 13-17 here in the first half. With it is Workman. Workman working down low through traffic. A lot of contact, no foul. Rebound taken by Henriksen. Now Critchley, right wing, handoff Barkema. Barkema. Slows down, thought about it. It's going to keep his dribble alive, swings it to Brunson. 
Over to Barkma, baseline, corner, drives in the paint now, floater up off the rim, soft, no good, but the one-handed put back there by Marcus Winterfeld. Winterfeld gets his first basket of the game, 14-10, Midland with a four-point advantage. Now Wood will bring it up the floor, trapped in the corner here, gets it over to Parsons, Parsons into the paint, now Wood, or rather I should say Workman, and Workman is fouled as he tried to rise up on the shot. Chandler Brunsting will be whistled for the personal third team foul, first personal on Brunsting. And Isaiah Workman will head to the free throw line. Two free throws coming up. 14 to 10, our score, 12 34 remaining here. And Workman's first free throw swishes home. A couple other GPAC games today Mount Marty at Doan, Dakota Wesleyan at Hastings, Morningside at Briarcliff. That a matchup between two top 15 teams. And then Northwestern is hosting Dakota State today in a non conference affair. Second free throw from Workman is too strong, no good. Winterfeld rips down the rebound and gets it out to Critchley for the outlet. Now Henriksen over to Critchley, 15 to 10, Midland five point lead. Winterfeld turns down the open three, drives into the lane, now picks up his dribble, gets it out to Critchley. Critchley, right elbow, kicks it out to right wing. Barkema drives, now handoff. Down low, left block. Henriksen up through the contact and one. Alec Henriksen, a beautiful hesitation while in the air. Threw off the block there coming from Craven. And then through the contact was able to finish. So Henriksen gets his first basket of the game. And now Craven will exit as Dixon checks back onto the floor. Not a very big crowd here in Midland today. Jim may may be half full. 15-12, our score. Three-point play is good. Alec Henriksen converts the free throw, finishes off the three-point play, and now Dort College trails by two. 15-13, 12-09 left in the first half. Clark checks in, drives up the floor, has it knocked away behind by Critchley. Now Dort... Outlet, Henriksen over to Brunsting. Winterfeld, left wing. Hands off to Critchley. Now corner. Left corner, Barkema kicks it out to Winterfeld. That never touched the iron. That one well wide right. And the air ball results in Midland possession here and a new 30 on the shot clock. Williams checks back in. He'll inbounds the basketball as it ripped away briefly by Brunsting. Just unable to keep it in bounds there on the baseline. There was Chandler Brunsting, a near steal underneath the hoop. Williams will once again try to check in. Dort College, full court press, providing some issues here for Midland. A little bit of a push off there by Workman, getting away with it. Full extension of the left arm. Full court press still there. Dort College with one second left on the timeline. Critchley is going to be called for the foul there, a reach and foul. Dort College that close to forcing the 10-second turnover. So the fourth team foul, the first personal foul on Kobe Critchley. Midland has a 15-13 lead with 11.40 left here in the first half. Dort riding a two-game losing streak, trying to break that skid here today on the road. In Fremont, Nebraska, Ryan Williams underneath the basket, blocked away by Chad Barkham out of bounds. Williams looked for the outlet pass, tried to kick it outside. No one there took it himself on the left block after the spin and had it rejected out of bounds by Barkema. Dixon looks to inbound. He'll get it to Workman on the left block. Tries to take it on Winterfeld. Does through contact, lays it in off the glass. 
Winterfeld stayed straight up. Workman powered through him. The size and the strength advantage there in the easy basket. Henriksen now, top of the key, over to Barkema. Barkema dribbles left. He gets it over to Brunsting. Brunsting, a long two-point basket. Rolls around and decides to drop for Brunsting's first two points of the game. Now Barkema, the steal down low. Goes up, can't get it to fall. The one-handed tip by Brunsting, no good. The steal amounts to no points, and now Midland's on the break. With it is Ryan Williams. That's got to be a traveling, and that is the call. Ryan Williams went up into Marcus Winterfeld. Tried to bully him over there. Winterfeld stood his ground. He lost the ball. Went up, came back down with it. Traveling violation there. An easy call right in front of the official. And now the full sale substitution here for Dort College. O'Donnell, Lang, Gaysink, Van Lingen, and Jansma onto the floor. Dort down 17-15 with 10.45 here in the first half. Van Lingen has it ripped away by Clark. Right elbow, Clark rips it away from Van Lingen. Now he's going to go coast to coast. Fouled by Van Lingen on the other end, and Clark will have two free throws coming his way. The fifth team foul on Dort College, the first personal on Josh Van Lingen. You're listening to Dort College Basketball here on KDCR 88.5 FM and KDCR885.com. Coming up at halftime, where are they now with Darcy Wassener, formerly Darcy Balma, who was a multi-sport athlete at Dort College, graduated in the early 2000s. As Clark's first free throw, too strong, no good. She played volleyball and softball all four years and played basketball her senior year as well. So tune in. She's right now at Sioux Falls Christian. Make sure you stick around at halftime, hear what's going on in Darcy's life right now. Clark gets the second free throw to fall, 18-15 now. The Midland lead at three. Still a one-possession game here in the first half. Just about halfway through the first half, a quarter of the way through today's game. Gasink, right wing, bounce pass. Van Lingen swings it, corner, Lang, three, good. A beautiful bounce pass along the baseline by Van Lingen, and now Van Lingen intercepts a full-court pass intended by Workman. A three-point basket, Lang again. That one deep, too strong, no good, ripped away by Jansma. Offensive rebound, Dork College. One more swing pass. Now O'Donnell drives baseline, kicks it out Lang. Dork College will reset here. O'Donnell, corner three, too strong, no good. Williams comes away with the board, and Van Lingen's going to pick up his second personal foul there. Loose ball foul over the top. That loose ball foul means we'll see the 11th Dork College defender today, DJ Feikstra. So Feikstra makes it the 11th defender to take the floor here today still a full court press by Dort but Clark just breaks it on his own too much speed gets by everybody Parsons kicks it back out to Clark they swing it over to Dixon Dixon left wing Williams top of the key Parsons now over to Workman Workman right block down low he was open initially didn't realize it Feikstra recovered the shot over top of Feikstra short rebound taken by Lang still tied at 18 here at the uh, Reichert Event Center. The Weikert Event Center, Racker Court here in Fremont, Nebraska, on the campus of Midland University. Andrew O'Donnell, the entry pass on the bounce to DJ Feistra, couldn't handle it out of bounds, turnover to college. 18-18 are scored, 9-17 remaining here in this first half of play, and Ryan Williams will inbound the basketball here as he gets word from the official. Full court press, a lackadaisical pass by Williams, stolen away by Gaysink, over to Jansma, and the lay-in. Dort College with the basket, 
and Coach Drake is furious with how lackadaisical his team has been inbounding the basketball. We'll step aside here in Sioux Center. A brief, or rather in Fremont, a brief break, 22-18, Dort College with the lead. You're listening to Dort College Basketball here on KDCR 88.5 and KDCR 88.5.com. 20-18, our score, 11 minutes into this first half, Dort College with the lead on Midland. And now a traveling violation in the backcourt on Isaiah Workman. The full court press for Dort College forcing another turnover and the defenders will take possession. Now can Dort, Dort College take advantage? They did the last time they forced a turnover in the backcourt and it immediately resulted in a turnover by head coach Oliver Drake. Lang will get it over to Fikestraw on the right block. Right elbow gets it over to O'Donnell. O'Donnell now drives baseline, kicks it over to Fikestraw. Fikestraw. Hand off to Gasing. Dort, a lot of standing around on offense. Gasing drives in the lane, up off the glass, no good. O'Donnell, the putback, no good. Offensive rebound tipped out. Lang has it. He'll get it over to Fikestra. Over to Jansma. Jansma, three point basket, no good. Fikestra tries to get the offensive rebound, knocked away by Clark there on the attempt. Clark coming out of nowhere, did a good job of, at the very least, making sure Fikestra didn't have the easy, immediate putback layup. But Dort College will have a fresh 30 on the shot clock, and Lang will inbound it. They're not going to need 30. Jansma, open three-point basket, and he knocks that one down. I believe that Jan, that is Jansma's seventh three-point basket attempt. He's now three of seven. Jansma's got 11 points in the game, 23-18. to 18, Dort College with the lead. And now a 10-second violation. That should have been 10 seconds. The referee did not call it. The clock clearly at 20 before Midland got across the timeline, and the Warriors get a break there, avoiding another turnover. Almost throwing it away now in the backcourt. The shot clock at 5 for the Warriors. Wide open down low is Workman, but he can't handle the pass by Parsons. So it should have been a turnover earlier. Instead, it took an extra 20 seconds, but Midland turns the basketball over with 7.59 left to go in the first half. A relatively quick-moving first half here in Fremont. Dort up 23-18. Both teams, or rather I should say Midland, has used one timeout. Dort College has not used a timeout yet. Six team fouls on Dort, three on Midland. Jansman's got it on the left wing. He'll pull up from the free-throw line. Shot is going to count as well. The basket is good, and then a foul by Craven away from the basket. And never mind, the official initially looked like he was counting it instead he's signaling on the floor. So they're going to say the basket will not count the jumper from Chansma. Instead, it'll be a foul on Craven holding Feikstra away from the basket. Fourth team foul on Midland. Second team or second personal foul on Craven. Chansma swings it over to O'Donnell. Over now to Gasing. Gasing. Gets it over to Lang. Lang, pull-up jumper, no good. Rebound taken away by Feikstra. Dort College dominating on the glass right now against the Warriors. Jansma, right wing, looking for an option. Hands it off for Lang. Lang, over to Gaysink in the corner. Drive back us towards us at the scorer's table. Over to Lang, handing off now to O'Donnell. O'Donnell will dribble left, now right, into the paint. Kicks it back out, knocked away, turnover, Dort College. With it is Clark, or Dixon. Dixon wants to break. The outlet pass over to Parsons. Three-point basket, no good. An open three for Parsons in transition, but he could not get the shot to fall. Now Gasink probes, then pulls it back out. Lang will take, though. Three-point basket, soft on the rim. 
I mentioned in the women's game, these rims are incredibly soft. That time, after a couple bounces, falls. It is a an 11-0 run for Dort College, 26-18. Parsons guarded 35 feet away from the basket by Lang. Kicks it over to Williams. Williams hasn't taken a shot in a while. Has it knocked away by Lang, stolen by O'Donnell. Lang reached in, knocked it away. O'Donnell finished it off with a rip. Feikstra was open down low on the left block initially, but nobody saw him. Lang will drive anyways. A beautiful take through the paint. A layup, and it's good. And the frustration continues. 13-0 run for Dort College, 28-18. We'll have a full timeout on our way. Stepping aside here from the Weikert Event Center in Fremont, Nebraska, 28-18. 6-18 remaining here in the first half. Dort College with a commanding first half lead. Debt. If you get in too deep, members of the NFCC, the National Foundation for Credit Counseling, can help you put debt in its place. Credit cards took charge of my financial life. A certified credit counselor helped me get back in control. Student loan debt followed me wherever I went. NFCC taught me all I needed to know. Connect with an NFCC certified credit counselor at your local member agency today. We'll help you put debt in its place. Go to nfcc.org slash stop debt or call 877-410-6322. You're listening to Dort College Basketball on KDCR 88.5 FM. The Dort College men, the second half of our doubleheader today. Earlier the women fell in a close one to Midland. Midland knocking down some free throws late to seal it. Right now, Dort with a 28-18 lead on the Warriors here with 6-18 left to go in the first half. Since Dort has really ramped up the pressure with his full-court press, Midland has been all out of sorts offensively, and the turnovers have started to fly for the Warriors. As I say that, Barkema knocks the ball away. It's going to be last touch by Barkema, but a close one there. And with 24 on the shot clock, Midland's going to have to inbound the basketball underneath their own basket. Wood looking to find someone. Gets Parsons. Parsons able to break the trap. Gets it over across the key. Craven back over to Parsons. Parsons with 15 on the shot clock. Just stands there holding it. Williams swinging it over to Dixon. Now Craven. Craven drives. He's in the paint. Shot clock at 5. On the block. Wood has to take it. Shot no good. Offensive rebound by Williams. The Dort bench wanted a push from behind. Personally, I didn't see it. And Williams gets the offensive rebound and the putback to 28-20. His first basket since he had the first five points of the game for the Warriors. Critchley over to Brunsting. Henriksen tries to get the entry pass down to Winterfeld over the top, but Williams knocks it away out of bounds. And before the ball is even inbounded, we are going to get an offensive foul on Dort College here. Foul's going to go on Alec Henriksen there on the screen. So Midland will be in the bonus the rest of the way here this half. That's Henriksen's first personal foul at the 17th foul on Dort College. That is Dixon, left wing, double teamed. Now takes it over top of the key. Dort will concede with the double. Parsons, covered by Critchley and Barkema. Now to Wood, right elbow. Pass it out to Williams. Shot clock at five. Gets it down to Wood, down low. Maybe a travel there. They're going to say a blocking foul came first. So the foul will go on Alec Henriksen, who picks up two quick fouls in the span of 30 seconds. The eighth personal foul on Dort College, so Wood will go to the free throw line for a one-and-one opportunity. 
And actually, they're going to say it's on the shot, so it'll be two free throws coming up for Nick Wood. 28-20 are scored. It was a 13-0 run for Dort College, and now Midland has three straight points. Henriksen will check out. Jansmo will enter. We've got 5.02 left to go here in the first half. Another free throw on the way from Wood. Gets that one up and knocks it down. So Nick Wood knocks down the pair. 28-22 our score. Critchley with it. Over to Brunsting, right wing. Moving over towards the corner, gets it back out to Critchley. Jansmo wanted it. Got the ball, didn't take the three after the screen from Barkema. Traversed over into the right corner now with Critchley. Swinging it around. Barkema, Jansma back to Critchley. Critchley using a Winterfeld screen. Pick and pop. Three-point basket right wing from Winterfeld. No good. A good look there for Marcus Winterfeld, though. Good offense by Dort College. Now Parsons gets an easy reverse lay-in, and he misses it. Parsons had the easy lane, missed it, but Nick Wood there. Freedom. Chase Parsons for the layup. Gets the offensive board and lays it in, and now the Dort College lead cut to four. Six straight points for the Warriors. Jansma over to Barkema, turns down the open three, drives, he's into the lane, turns around, fadeaway jumper from Barkema, gets the soft, friendly bounce off the rim, and it falls. Makes a string of three straight baskets for Midlands. Now Wood, again, blocked by Winterfeld down low. Wood still with it, takes it no good. Another offensive rebound, Wood. Can't get it, and now an over-the-back foul on Nick Wood. Nick Wood had three shots down low, a couple of offensive rebounds, couldn't get it to fall, and now call for the loose ball foul, the fifth team foul on Midland. First personal foul on Nick Wood. 3.53 left to go in the first half. Midland still one foul to give. Dort College has eight team fouls. One more before we'll see Midland in the double bonus. Lang, Gasink, O'Donnell, Jansma, and Fikestra on the floor for Dort College. Parsons, Workman, Williams, Craven, and also out there is Dixon. Jansma takes a three. It's blocked by Dixon. Back out to Jansma, though, as Fikestra was there on the screen. Jansma bounce pass. Got past the first two defenders. Could not get it past the third, and pass is intercepted by Tyler Craven. He'll kick it out to Williams. Williams looking for options. Hands it off for Clark. It's tipped away by Gasink. Midland basketball with 17 seconds left. And they'll have to inbound it just across the uh, half-court line in their own backcourt. Williams gets it into Parsons. Across half-court. Dribbles right over to the right wing. Double team now coming. Gaysink tries to get the steal. Can't get it. Parsons is an open three along the baseline. No good. Parsons has been off on his shot so far. Take it away by Dora College. Now Jansmo will push it. Gets it over to Gasing, right wing. Dribbles left, free throw line, Lang, pump fake, drives. Another pump fake, kicks it over to Gasing. Jansma, Jansma, guarded by Craven. Lang, top of the key, shot clock still at 13. O'Donnell, Gasing, top of the key. Maybe got away with the travel there, going a little early. Tries to take it on Williams. A difficult shot, can't get it to fall, and Williams gets the rebound. Drake, Coach Drake wanted Midland to go quickly as Fikestra was down on the ground, but they waited and Dort able to reset defensively. With it down low, Will Workman backing down Andrew O'Donnell. 
And Workman working a little too hard there. Barrels over Andrew O'Donnell there. Bullies him over. An offensive foul on Isaiah Workman. His first personal 16 foul. So from now on, both teams will be shooting in the bonus here with all every non-offensive foul for the rest of this half. 219 remaining, 30-24, to Door College with the lead. The defenders shooting 41% from the floor, 36% for the Warriors. Lang will use a Feichstra screen, gets it over left wing to Gacy. Now Feichstra down low, bounce pass, cross court, a beautiful skip through traffic by Feichstra. Chancellor was open, but could not get the look to fall. Craven crosses the timeline, guarded by Jansma. 30 feet away from the basket, now left wing. Jansma trying to trap along with O'Donnell. Gets it base, baseline bounce pass. Shot up, no good there on the play there. That was Reggie Gradwell. First time he's been in the game. Heard his name in a while. Comes on a missed shot. Dort College tries to break. Jansma pump fake, no good. Gets it over to Feikstra. Kicks it back out. This time Jansma will pull. Top of the key, nothing but the nylon. 33-24, Jesse Jansma with a pretty stroke. Swishes it home. Jansma now has 14 points to lead all scorers in this one. The only player in double figures for either team. Dixon, far side of the court, dribbling towards the top of the key. Somehow gets past five defenders, but he can't get the layup to fall. Beautiful moves there. Some wizardry from uh, Dixon there, but he just could not get the shot to fall at the rim. 20 on the shot clock. O'Donnell, baseline corner. Jansma, elbow, jumper, good. The biggest lead of the game for North College, 35-24. A 17-second difference between game and shot clock right now. The game clock at 40. Williams with a forearm extension there, trying to get O'Donnell off of him. At this point, at the very least, North College, if they can secure a rebound, should have the final shot of the half. In the corner, Craven driving baseline. Tries to kick it out over to Lang. Lang tripped up. Gasing takes it away. Dort three on one. They've got the numbers. Feikstra into Parsons. Can't get the shot to fall, but he will head to the free throw line for two as Parsons picks up the blocking foul there underneath the basket. His second personal seventh team foul. So 19.1 seconds left to go here in the first half. 35-24 to Door College with the lead. Feichstra will have two free throws on the way. And the first free throw is good. The lead up to 12. Jansma will check out. Actually, Jansma will stay in. On the floor for Door College right now, you have Barkama, Jansma, Runsting, Lang, Feikstra is shooting. He'll check out if he's able to knock this free throw, and Winterfell will enter. A 12-point lead for Dort College here. 19 seconds left to go in this first half of play. And Feikstra's second free throw is good as well. So DJ Feikstra knocks down the pair. He's got two points. Marcus Winterfell will check in, and now Dort College looking for one final stop here to secure the double-digit lead, 37-24. to Parsons will drive. Gets it across the timeline. Clock now down to 10. Kicks it over. Dixon, open three, left wing, no good. Rebound by Brunsting. Now Dort's going to have a shot. Five seconds on the shot clock. Finds his way to Lang. Lang over to Brunsting. A deep 25-footer. Cannot get it to fall in and out. A little shaky in the beginning for Dort College, but the last 13 minutes dominated by the defenders, and they've got a 13-point lead at the half to show for it. 
I'm Christian Zylstra here on KDCR 88.5 FM and KDCR885.com. You're listening to North College Basketball here. A 13-point lead for your North College defenders here on the road in the GPAC, allowing just 24 points. Coming up now here on our broadcast as part of our halftime show, Where Are They Now with Darcy Wassener right here on KDCR. Greetings and welcome. I'm Christian Zylstra here on KDCR 88.5 FM and KDCR 885.com. And we're keeping Where Are They Now rolling. Joining me here today on the show is Darcy Wassener, formerly Darcy Balma, who graduated in the early 2000s from Dort College, a multi-sport athlete playing volleyball and softball, and her senior year mixing in basketball as well. Well, I appreciate you taking the time today. You and your family, you're not short when it comes to ties to Dort College. Did you seriously consider other options for continuing your education and your athletic career, or was it, you know, Dort was in the front from the get-go? Yeah, I would say, I mean, Dort was up there the whole time. I, I probably looked a little bit here and there, but nothing very seriously. I don't even know if I went on a college visit anywhere else. It just made a lot of sense to go to Dort. My dad was there at the time. My brother and sister both were there. My sister was still going to be there another year yet, and it was close. A lot of friends went there, and so, yeah, it just made a lot of sense. You were a multi-sport athlete at Dort, quite successful at that. Um, You're in the record books even in, in a lot of categories, you know, top 15, top 20. Why do you think you know, you were able to, to have kind of success in multi-sports and what kind of went into bringing your competition and, and your skill to some of those higher levels? So I played volleyball and softball all four years. And then my senior year, I also decided to play basketball for okay. a year. You know, first of all, I just, I had great teammates and great coaches and I just enjoyed playing all sports. And so I was able to do that from the beginning, you know, since I was young. And I think back then people didn't, decide on a sport or specialize and a lot of us just played all different sports and so you know I'd say with my friends too we were in we'd go from volleyball to basketball to track to softball and it was just it was a lot of fun to be in each sport I think each sport brought their differences and so I just really enjoyed that and I think too I had coaches that allowed me to do that you know especially in college where you know I wasn't forced or had to do the off-season stuff since I was in another sport so I think the coaches did a really good job with that as well. When you think kind of about your time at, as an athlete at Dort, I mean, is there anything that sticks out to you in particular? Were there any highlights or specific memories that, you know, you still kind of hold dear to this day? Or or what do you think about if you ever end up reflecting on some of those playing days? Yeah, I would say the biggest thing are just the different memories I, that I made with my teammates. It was just so much fun playing with some of my best friends. Also, you know, I got to play with my sister for a year, and I just think all of it um, are great memories. We played a lot of games, and I think the van rides and bus rides just were were a lot of fun interacting and getting to know each other. Um, And then I would say probably, you know, some of the big trips that we would take for softball and volleyball every couple of years, going out to Florida or California, also nationals, and just being able to spend about a week with with our teammates and do different things. You know, one in particular, we went out to California for softball over spring break, and we did, you know, a little mission service trip, and we also went on the prices right. And so it was just fun to do some of those other things in between our games as well. The prices right. Did any of the Dort softball players get called down for the crowd? 
Yeah, we actually did. We had um, Angie Vanessa got called down and was on the show, and so it was really exciting to be a part of that. You're at Sioux Falls Christian now. Obviously, that's where I'm kind of most familiar with you, but did you go to Sioux Falls Christian right out of Dort, or, or what was your kind of journey to get to Sioux Falls Christian? Yeah, so, you know, I went for education and looking for jobs our senior year. I, I was married, and so we were we were kind of open and looked a, a variety of different places, and Sioux Falls Christian had an opening for PE and also a volleyball coach, and it just seemed to be a really good fit and exactly what I was looking for. And so we, we came here right away, uh, right after we graduated. A little bit about your teaching career, and you mentioned going to Sioux Falls Christian PE and stuff. I know you've taught health classes, marriage and family. How's that teaching role at Sioux Falls Christian just kind of evolved over the years as uh, you've enjoyed your tenure there? Yeah, you know, it's been it's been a great place to be. We, we really like it here. I love the school. Um, I started teaching all PE, and I graduated with a PE major and a Bible minor, knowing I, yeah, I, I wanted to teach some Bible as well. And so over the years, I kind of went a little less PE and a little bit more down the Bible path. And so now I'm teaching all Bible, and I'm, I'm part-time right now with having kids and stuff. But yeah, just kind of switched over a little bit over the years, and it was a slow process, but been really good to do both. I, I have enjoyed um, both of them and the different settings and, and what those bring. But yeah, just really like right now the, the schedule and the, the Bible part of it. Uh, Sioux Falls Christian Volleyball, they've been what seems like a near unstoppable force since you've been involved with the program. How many state titles have you guys won now? And why do you think some of that success has been so possible and achievable? Well, you know, before I came, Sioux Falls Christian was very successful. They had a great, a great program, and it was really nice that first year the the head coach that was there was the assistant coach for a couple of years with me as well. And so that really helped. Um, he was he was great. But you know, we've had just a lot of good athletes over the years, and yeah, girls that love the game, that love to play, that put in a lot of time, that really enjoy playing with each other. And it's a supportive school, you know, when it comes to volleyball and different sports. Yeah, I just think that has really helped with it. We have a lot of younger girls, too, who get involved and get excited about the game. Professionally, you're a coach and you're a teacher. What are some of the most gratifying moments you've had in those positions? Yeah, you know, I would say definitely um, it's the relationship. The relationships that I can build with the players and with students. And just being part of their lives and seeing how God is working in their lives and being a part of, of that and being a part of their story as they grow in their relationship with Him and learn more about Him. And that's, you know, really why I got into teaching. You know, I can remember thinking back in high school that that's, that's what I wanted to do, and, and that's the reason. We also have a Bible study with the volleyball team, and I'd say that's the highlight of my year every year, and just being able to sit down with the girls and hear them talk about what God has been showing them and what he's doing in their lives and see them grow even over the course of four years as they're involved in the program is just great. There's more to your life than just kind of your career and and what you're doing with your work now at Sioux Falls Christian. I want to ask here, end it on a little more open-ended question. You know, we've talked college and career, but there's a lot more to who you are. If someone was writing a biography about Darcy Wassner, what life highlights have we you know, not really touched on or not explored much that would either need to be full chapters or or you feel needed to be stressed more, you know, kind of in a, in a story about your life? Yeah, you know, we'll definitely would have to start with my family. You know, I'm married to Brian Wasner, and he went to Dort as well. And we have four boys ranging 
from age 11 to age 4. And so we're really busy with, with them. And then we also have one girl who has become part of our family over the last few years. And that's been just a great part of our, our family and our life and, and my growth, too, as a person. And so I'd say that's been really great. Well, I'm glad to hear uh, things are going well right now in your life. Congratulations on another good volleyball season. And hopefully the rest of the quarter at Sioux Falls Christian and the rest of the year goes well for you as well. Yeah, thank you very much, Christian. A big thank you to Darcy Wassener for joining me here on Where Are They Now on KDCR and KDCR885.com. Make sure you tune in to catch Where Are They Now during a halftime of every Dort College weekend conference doubleheader. We've got more Dort College basketball on the way after this quick break here on KDCR. Let's get a look at your halftime stats update here on KDCR 88.5. Dort College, just one player in double figures. That's Jesse Jansma, who is 4 of 8 from behind the arc, 6 of 10 from the field. Kyle Lang is the next closest. He's got 8 points. 4 points for Chad Barkema, 3 points for Alec Henriksen, and then just 2 for Marcus Winterfeld, Chandler Brunsting, and TJ Feigstra. For Midland, nobody in double figures. Nick Wood has 8 points. Ryan Williams has 7 points. He had their first 5. Those two have 15 of the 24 total points, and part of that... Midland just 9 of 28 from the field for 32% and only 20% from 3. Dort 43% from 3, 42 from the field. Six three-point baskets made compared to two in favor of Dort College. We're going to take one more break here on KDCR Center 88.5, and then we'll be back a little bit more wrap-up here on your halftime show and then the second half between the Dort College defenders and the Midland Warriors here in Fremont, Nebraska. And we're back here, Fremont, Nebraska, at the Weikert Event Center. You're listening to Dort College Men's Basketball on KDCR Sioux Center, 88.5 FM and KDCR885.com. About uh, 30 seconds away from tip-off here, let's take a quick look around the GPAC in men's basketball action. Northwestern at home today, a non-conference affair against Dakota State. Well, they trounced the Trojans, 111-74 to at the Boltman Center. Doan right now is battling Mount Marty in Crete, Nebraska. Early second half, Doan has a 37-31 lead. Hastings is hosting Dakota Wesleyan. Dakota Wesleyan is receiving votes. And Dakota Wesleyan is cruising right now here about four minutes into the second half. 55-37 Dakota Wesleyan with that 18-point advantage on Hastings. And then Briar Cliff, number nine ranked team. They are trouncing Midland right now, 63-41, to and Midland, the number 15-ranked team in the country. We are back underway here at the Weikert Event Center. Right to left is the direction Midland will be heading this half. Dort will be moving left to right. With it right now is Craven on the floor for Dort. Henriksen, Winterfell, Brunsing, Critchley, and Barkman, your starting five. Right now with it is Dixon. Also out there, Parsons, Workman, no Ryan Williams to start here. Is out there is Nick Wood and Tyler Craven. They don't need him on that play, though. The left block backing him down was Isaiah Workman. Going down to work on the left block. The turnaround knocking it down. The easy jumper. 37-26, to 26, Dort College, an 11-point advantage. Winterfeld dribbles left at the free throw line. Picks up his dribble in the paint. Kicks it out to Critchley now. Only five points combined between Marcus Winterfeld and Alec Henriksen. Chandler Brunsting, the three-point basket right over the top of Chandler Parsons, knocks it down through the nylon. And now 92 feet away from the basket, Chad Barkham might get called for his 
First personal and first team foul on Dort College this half. 40 to 26. Dort College continuing with the full court press. Midland receiving votes this season. They're going to call a blocking foul. I thought the ball was just dribbled off Critchley's leg there. Wow. So a blocking foul goes on Kobe Critchley there. That is his second personal team second foul exactly one minute into this second half. Nick Wood will cross the timeline here with it after he received the pass from Parsons. Chase Parsons gets the pass down to Workman. Workman up over top of Winterfeld. I mentioned before the game, Midland has the size advantage going to it there. Going to it his first two possessions here this half, 40-28. to 28. Now Henriksen, left wing, swings it along the perimeter. Critchley, Brunsting, Winterfeld. Down low, right block, shot up. Can't get it to fall, but Workman will pick up the foul. Second personal foul on Isaiah Workman, first team foul. So Marcus Winterfeld will head to the free throw line for two. He gets the first of all. The third point of the game for Marcus Winterfeld. The first opportunity at the free throw line. And that one tried and true as well. So the lead back out to 14 for the Door College defenders. 42-28. to 28. And now this time, out of bounds was Chase Parsons. He got the call last time in that corner against Kobe Critchley. He wanted another call, couldn't pick it up there, and instead it's a turnover by the Warriors. So 50-50 there, blocking foul on the turnover. Brunsting over to Barkema, left wing, Winterfeld wants to take it on Workman. He's got the mobility advantage. Can't get the blocking foul called there. Ball knocked out of bounds, loose, last touch by Marcus Winterfeld. So Midland gets it right back, a base on a turnover. to The inbounds pass by Woods. Thrown over the top. Turnover. Blocking foul. And one Alex Henriksen. Alex Henriksen there. The finger roll in the lane. And he did a great job of Woods set up there. And he's going to get called. It wasn't the fact that he was late or that he was moving. It's the fact that his heels were just on the edge there of the circle underneath the basket. And winner, or rather Henriksen did make an effort to go around him there. In fact, barely touched him. Of the three-point play gives Dort College a 17-point lead. Dort College has blown some leads this season, though. This one not, not far from being over. With it now, Workman swings it over to Dixon. Corner three, Craven, no good. Rebound by Critchley. Dort wants to break. Critchley looking for options. Hands it off for Barkma. Barkma through the paint. Off the glass, no good. Workman providing the defense. Dixon providing the rebound. And now Dixon will take it across the free throw line. TK Dixon. Handoff for Craven. Now Parsons. Chase Parsons driving a major push off there with the right arm. Full extension from Chase Parsons to create the space. He's whistled for the foul. That is his third personal and third team foul on Midland. So Chase Parsons may have to exit a rough 
They're going to keep him in. A rough game here for Chase Parsons today, and now a new five on the floor for the defenders. And as we say that, now Darren Clark will check in for Parsons. O'Donnell, Lang, Jansma, then Lingen and Gasink out there for the Dort College defenders. For the Warriors, you have Craven, Clark, Dixon, Workman, and now checking in as well is Gradwell. Gradwell guarding Gasink. Skip pass over to O'Donnell. The right-handed floater, a little push shot there in the paint. Not strong enough, though. Shot no good. 45-28, still Dort with the lead, and now Dixon drives. Dixon, a wild shot there, and now five on four advantage for Dort. They want to push it. Gasink has it knocked away. Dort's going to keep possession here, and now Jansma, wide open, far corner. Defense closing, drives, knocked away. They're going to actually say he was foul going up for the shot, so two free throws on the way for Jesse Jansma as TK Dixon is going to be called for the reach-in foul. And now Midland coach Oliver Drake is hoping to talk his way into maybe a similar call on the other end here as the free throw for Jansma is knocked down. 46-28. Make it 47-28. Dort College coming out of the second half hot, pushing the lead up to 19 now. A 13-point lead, pushing to 19. A near steal for Dort College. Now it's a three-on-one for Midland. An and-one dunk there. What a slam from Reggie Gradwell. He rose up and dunked right on top of Josh Van Lingen underneath the basket there, and one. And then a little extra stare down after there with the bean mug. Meanwhile, Josh Van Lingen picks up his third personal foul, and so he'll exit as DJ Feistra checks into the game. So Reggie Gradwell with a vicious slam. That's going to be on a poster. The free throw no good, though. Gradwell cannot finish, but the tip out goes to the Midland Warriors. Gradwell tracks it down. Now wants to find Workman down low, not on the same page. O'Donnell intercepts it. Gasing, other end, and one opportunity, Dort College. Midland cannot convert on the and one on the other end. And they commit the foul on this end, and a free throw here. Dort College, if Ben Gasing can convert, pushes it to a 20-point lead. 49-30 our score. 16.39 left to go here in this second half. Still plenty of time as Gaysink rattles it home. So a three-point play not converted on one end despite a posterizing dunk is converted on the other end. And that's how it all, the only thing that matters in the score sheet. Now a steal by Gaysink. Gets it off to O'Donnell. Can't get the reverse. And then O'Donnell following through there commits the foul. O'Donnell picks up his first personal fourth team foul on Dort College. Nine fouls between the two teams here in the first three minutes and 30 seconds of our second half. Workman inbounds it over to Clark. Back to Clark. Now over to Gradwell. Gradwell wants to take it. Picked up this time. Knocked away. Gasink is going to be called for a, or is going to be the recipient of a foul there. Shoved, trying to rip it away was Gradwell. They didn't call foul. They could have called a travel as well on Gradwell, who was stutter-stepping while trying to rip it away. So Gradwell called for his first personal, the six-team foul now on the Midland Warriors, and Dort College will be in the bonus for the final 6-18. 
Gasink, pass down low to Feikstra. Feikstra, pump fake, up through contact, good, 52-30. The lead up to 20 for Dort College now. They've blown their last two conference games despite double-digit leads. They have come out aggressive and on fire in this second half. As I say that, Clark with a beautiful stutter step gets by DJ Feistra. It's just a mismatch, mismatch there, and the basket is good. We've got a 30-second timeout here in Fremont, Nebraska. We'll quickly step aside here. You're listening to Door College Basketball on KDCR. Welcome back to Dort College Basketball on KDCR 88.5 and KDCR885.com. 52-32. Dort College a 20-point advantage here on the road at receiving votes Midland with 15.50 left to go here in regulation. With it right now is Lang. Handoff over to Feikstra on the right elbow. Gets it to Gaysink. A lot of contact in the middle of the lane. It's going to be a reach-in foul on Midland, and that means a one-on-one opportunity for Gaysink. Foul goes on number 10, T.K. Dixon, his second foul. Second personal, 17 foul. So Midland active hands there. Comes back to bite him as Dort College now a chance for free throws. Well, not a chance. They will get free throws. There'll be at least one, and Gaysink swishes it home. I mentioned Dort College is going to have over 16 minutes in the bonus here today. Their first free throw attempt in that comes just 30 seconds after we initially said Knocking down the pair is Ben Gaysink. Gaysink now with four. 54-32. Dixon over to Workman. Craven. Midland still with it in their own backcourt. Workman. Ball knocked away. Close to a 10 seconds. 10 second violation. Midland couldn't handle the basketball and the passing in the backcourt. And that cost them two seconds. That two seconds turned out to be critical. A turnover in the backcourt, 10-second violation. Dort College forcing another turnover. Midland had nine of those turnovers in the first half. A number of them here in the first four and a half minutes of the second half. 54-32. Lang with possession. Over to Feichstra. Feichstra has it knocked away. Quick hands there by Clark. Knocks it loose at the right elbow. Caught Feichstra by surprise. Now driving through quick hands by Lang. Gets the steal for Dort College. Now O'Donnell trying to break. He's got Jansma. Corner three up. Good. That ball floated in the air for what felt like forever. But it dropped for Jesse Jansma. His fifth three of the game. 57-32 Dort College. Craven. Trying to get by Feichstra. Gets by Feichstra. Now he's got a path to the lane. Through contact. Jansma I think is going to get called for the reach. So Craven will go to the line for two. It will be Jansma who picks up the personal, his second and fifth team foul. So Midland will go to the line. That'll be Craven shooting free throws down 25 here in the first half, or second half, I should say. 14-54, and Craven misses the first attempt. So still 57-32 here in Fremont, Nebraska. Craven's got another free throw on the way. Parsons checks in, and the free throw is good. So we'll set the floor here. We've got Workman, Parsons, Clark, Dixon, and Craven out there for Midland. For Dort, you have Gasink, who just split the defense, takes it all the way to the rack through contact. No foul, shot no good. And now a loose ball foul. We'll see who they call it on. Looks like it's going to go on Midland. 
Foul goes on Isaiah Workman, his third. Workman will likely check out here, and Nick Wood will check back in. As I was saying, setting the floor for Dort College, you have Ben Giesink, who will head to the line for the one-and-one. You've got Jesse Jansmuck, Kyle Lang, Josh Van Lingen, and Andrew O'Donnell also out there for Dort College. A 24-point lead could balloon up to 26 here if Giesink can convert both. Gets the most important one, the first one. 58-33. Update on some D-Pack scores. Right now, Doan up 54-46, hosting Mount Marty in men's basketball. Gaysink knocks down the second as well. Dakota Wesleyan up 71-50 at Hastings, and Briarcliff up 77-59, hosting Morningside. Northwestern already won today, 111-74 against Dakota State in a non-conference battle. With it is Dixon. Dixon drives, kicks it over to Craven. Left baseline corner three, rattles home. 59-36. 59-36. Now Lang picked up by Parsons as he crosses the timeline. Over to O'Donnell, now back to Lang, right side. Right wing, now an offensive foul called down low. It's going to be Josh Van Lingen, and that's going to be Van Lingen's. I believe his fourth foul. They've only got three on this scoreboard. Van Lingen will exit 16 foul on Dort College, so for... The final 14-16, both teams in the bonus here at the Weikert Event Center. Ball tipped. Parsons tried to pick it out. Gets the rejection. A hard foul there. It's not going to be whistled for a foul, though. Didn't stay straight up there. Looked like a strong, angry follow-through from Parsons there. A frustration one. No foul called. Dort with possession. As I say that, the entry pass down low. Gets by Winterfeld and is intercepted. Now Parsons is frustrated. He's going to drive all the way. And now the exact same thing on the other end, but this time Winterfeld is called for the foul. So his second personal team seventh, and Parsons heads to the line for two. It's not been a great game for Chase Parsons. A pretty rough one, needing a little bit of help. Coach Dalma talking to one of the officials here about that. This official seems to be a little more sympathetic to what Coach Dalma said. Parsons knocks down the first throw. 59-37. One more coming up at the charity stripe. Toward College up by 22. Parsons has another free throw on the way. That was Parsons' first point of the game. Dort shooting 44% for the field. Midland shooting 40. The difference, Toward College has connected on six more threes. Critchley. Or five more threes, I should say. Barkema back to Critchley. Barkema not across the timeline yet. Now they are with 21 on the shot clock. Henriksen's out there with Barkema. Handoff. Henriksen three. Top of the key. It's good. Now it's six more threes for Dort College. Going underneath the screen against Alec Henriksen. I wouldn't advise it for opposing defenses, but that's what Midland did there in the split-second decision, and it backfired as Henriksen knocked down the three. Wood with it. He'll pull it back out with 20 on the shot clock. Craven left wing. Thought he had a lane. Drives, now kicks it. Clark, right wing three. It's open. Blocked. Craven gets the offensive rebound. Now he's blocked by Barkman down low. Now full court pass. Trying to pick out Winterfeld. Intercepted by Parsons there. Ill-advised pass by Barkman. Open three, Dixon, good. 
Oh, maybe that's the sequence Midland needs to spur a little bit momentum and to get back in this. They're trailing by 21 after that three-point basket. Winterfeld over to Brunstick. Now Critchley over to Henriksen right wing. Passing it along the perimeter, switching opposite side. Critchley now the entry pass down low to Winterfeld. And a tripping foul is going to be called on Midland. Two Midland players on the ground. Parsons is going to be whistled for his fourth personal. The ninth team foul means one and one one more time. This time for Marcus Winterfeld. Marcus Winterfeld, who has four points in the game today, trying to push Dort's lead up to 24 or 23 if he can knock down both. Knocks down the first free throw. I'm Christian Zylstra. You're listening to Dort College Men's Basketball on KDCR 88.5 FM and KDCR885.com. Glad you could join us here for the broadcast today. Earlier, the Dort College women fell to Midland by two scores. A two-possession game there after... A back-and-forth affair for Dort College here. They were down very early, but since then, jumped down to a lead and have only pushed the lead out. They've seen it as large as 24. Right now, it's at 23 as Winterfell knocks down both. Now, Wood tries to go for the dunk. Winterfell went up there for the block, called for the foul. It won't be a poster this time, but it is Winterfell's third foul and the eighth team foul. And Nick Wood will get two shots at the free-throw line as a reward for his aggressiveness. 64 to 41. 1229 left to go here in the second half of this G-Pack matchup between the defenders and the Midland Warriors. And the first free throw from Wood is good. Both teams trying to avoid falling near the basement. Midland came into today to tied with Hastings at one and three in the conference. Dort College was in six, a half game behind Dakota Wesleyan and Northwestern. At, at two and two. The second free throw is good, so Nick Wood knocks down the pair. It's back to 21. Dort does a good job breaking the press. Barkman now has it in the corner. A skip pass over to Critchley. One more over to Brunsting. Open baseline corner three is no good. Winterfeld's got the rebound down low. Hands it off to Brunsting. Henriksen, top of the key, wide open three, no good. Rebound taken away by Clark. Now Clark wants to push, wants to get up the floor. He's taking it all the way himself. No good. Rebound Wood. Underneath the basket, Nick Wood had the layup, but was just too far underneath the basket, couldn't get it to fall. Now Chad Barkema, a little bit of a Euro step there, shot no good, rebound, take it away. Or rather, knocked out of bounds. They're going to say last off Brunson. Brunson with the effort there, diving, trying to reach it. So it'll be last touch by Dort College, and Midland will have the ball. 11.51 left, 64th, 43. On the floor for the Warriors. Warriors, Workman, Gradwell, Dixon, Clark, and Craven. For Dort, it's O'Donnell, Gaysink, Lang, Chansma, and Vinlingen after the new five check-in for the defenders. Full-court press again. This time Midland breaks. Dixon, right wing, pulls it out. Over to Clark. Clark drives right, looking for another option. Takes it back out, hands it off to Craven, left wing. 12 on the shot clock. Craven drives right. Pulls up a turnaround jumper. A tough one there, but the soft iron gets the fall. 64-45. It's a 19-point game. The first time it's been under 20 in a while. Lang over to O'Donnell. Dort's got to get it across the timeline. They do with a second to spare. Lang fakes the pass out to Jansma. 
a beautiful pass fake. It would have been an open three for Jansma in the corner. The defense bit, gave the open layup for Lang. 66-45. Now Clark, a one-man press break, press break, dishes it off to Workman. Workman, left block, barrels over Van Lingen, and goes up and lays it in on the left block. Back to 19, 66-47. Now Gasink, Lang, three, no good. Gasink, rebound down low on the right block. He's got it underneath, goes up with the left hand. Soft off the back of the iron, 68-47. Ben Gasink now with nine points for Dort College. Clark trying to break the press again. Midland breaks it, Craven. Guarded by Gasink on the left wing. Uses a workman screen. Gradwell open three. Baseline corner no good from the right side. Rebound taken by Van Lingen. Now Dort wants to push. Halfway through this second half. Three quarters of the way through our game. Lang drives and he's going to get called for the charge. Lang dish it off and then continued to follow through and ran through a man down low. A pretty easy charging foul called the first personal on Kyle Lang. Nine team fouls, and now both teams will be in the double bonus for the final 10 minutes and 6 seconds. Pass inbounded to Dixon. Workman over to Clark. Clark has had the most success breaking this press so far today. Shot clock at 24. Able to get it across the timeline. That's Clark. Kicks it over to Gradwell. Over to Craven. Craven pushing off with the left arm. Kicks it out. Clark, three from the right wing. In and out, no good. A big miss there from Midland. Lang will take it over to O'Donnell. Jansma, three-point basket, open, good. In the corner, Jesse Jansma for Gradwell. You can't do that. Reggie Gradwell sagged off in the corner, and Jesse Jansma made him pay. Jansma now with 24 and six three-point baskets today. Lang. Guarding Dixon. Dixon heading it off. Craven driving with 12 on the shot clock. Euro step gets by O'Donnell, goes up with the right hand, lays it in on the right block. Off the glass, 71-49. Nine minutes left to go. Kicking violation called on Gradwell. And that means the new five out there for Door College. Critchley, Henriksen, Winterfell, Brunsting, and Barkema. So quick shift from the previous five. Successful one enough, though, up 22 here, 71-49. to it's got four seconds to get across the timeline here. And they do so. Barking out from the bench. Critchley, far corner. Now the shot clock at 12. Winterfeld, top of the key, guarded by Workman. Hand off Barkema, right wing three, no good. Workman down low, snags the rebound. Craven over to Clark now. Midland wants to push again. Craven, he's going to drive into the body of Winterfeld. Winterfeld doing a good job not fouling, backing off. The shot does not fall for Craven, who was anticipating the contact a little too much. And now Henriksen, an open three on the other end. No good. The putback dunk attempt from Winterfeld, no good. Dort still, another offensive rebound. And now three seconds in the key called on Marcus Winterfeld. The turnover on Dort College gives the ball back to Midland. But Dort has a 71-49 lead here. left to go here in regulation. Checking into the game now is Weston Shepard for the first time. A junior from Marinago, Illinois. 
Workman throws it away. He wanted to pick out Gradwell. Reggie Gradwell did not come back to the ball as Workman anticipated. And it's a turnover. Fedora College with possession here. Depending on how quickly they go, can get it under eight minutes with a 22-point lead. Winterfeld, left wing. He'll pull. That's short. No good. Brunstead gets a hand on it. Tips it out to Winterfeld. Winterfeld picks up his dribble at the top of the key. A bounce pass in the paint. Tries to get it to Henriksen. Knocked away. Stolen by Workman. Clark with it. Left wing. Barkerman reaches. Knocks it away. Clark gets it back. Now over to Gradwell. Gradwell pump fake inside the three-point line. A long two-point basket is good. But the deficit is cut to 20. 71 to 51 our score full timeout called by coach drake and the midland warriors the door college defenders with a 20 point lead here on kdcr 88.5 fm we're going to step aside we'll be back after this quick break here from the weikert event center well door college has a 20 point lead and they're going to have the basketball with 743 remaining here in the second half between the door college defenders and the midland warriors a g-pack battle as door college Looking to get above 500 in the conference and overall in the season. 7-7 seven seven overall, 2-2 two two in conference play. Dort has had a double-digit lead in every single conference game this season. But they're just 2-2. Two two. They're on a two-game losing streak here in conference. They blew a double-digit lead to Concordia and won against Northwestern coming on Wednesday, losing in overtime after not being able to knock down free throws down the stretch in the end. And also at the very end, Fouling and allowing Colt Corbett to tie the game up with three free throws with seven seconds left. Dort College trying to finish this one out, though. Seven and a half minutes to go, up 20 on the road against Midland, who's receiving votes on the season, seven and four overall, but just one and three in conference play. Critchley with it, shot clock at 10. Over to Feikstra on the left wing. Six seconds on the shot clock. Barkema, someone's going to have to shoot the basketball. Barkema. Step back three, blocked, taken by Gradwell. Gradwell now trying to break, blocked by Barkema, but Barkema's going to be whistled for the foul. The fouls for Midland, or the uh, losses for Midland in conference have come to Concordia, Doan, and Morningside, but their victory came against Briar Cliff, so very up and down for Midland this season. Two free throws on the way for Reggie Gradwell, and he knocks down the first one. Gets the Dort College lead back under 20. 71 to 52. Little surprise there's not a bigger crowd here today on a Saturday afternoon. Not real and really any college football either on the watch. So second free throw, no good either. 71-52. One of two at the free throw line for Reggie Gradwell. And now with a clock under seven, Dort College has a 19-point lead. Henriksen. Over to Brunston in the corner. Critchley, 15 on the shot clock, drives right. Now down low, Feikstra, right block, over the top of Parsons, and good. Bit of a switch there. Parsons somehow got switched on to Feikstra, and Feikstra just right over the top, pretty easy on the block. That's now, I believe, six points for DJ Feikstra now in the game, unofficially. Workman picks out Clark. Now Clark trying to get by Feikstra. Maybe a little bit of a premature whistle there, but Clark's going to go to the free throw line for two as Feikstra will get whistled for the foul. The foul goes on DJ Feikstra. Both teams in the double bonus, so two coming on the way for Clark. 
Darren Clark with Midland trailing by 21. And his first free throw is no good. So Midland also not taking advantage at the free throw line. Has some chances but have not been able to convert. Still trailing by 21. Clark's second free throw does not fall as well. And DJ Fikeshire comes away with a rebound. So an empty possession here for Midland despite time not running off the clock. The clock is not the ally for Midland though and every empty possession hurts. Down 21 here with 6.20 remaining. Critchley will pull it back out. 13 on the shot clock. Swings it over. Right corner. Brunsting goes left. Gets it to Critchley. A deep three from 25 feet. No good. And now a loose, fall, loose ball foul called on DJ Feikstra. means Chase Parsons will head to free throws on the other end. Free throws on the way. And that's not what you want for Door College. A loose ball foul means... No time runs off the clock, and Midland gets a chance to cut into your lead. 73-52. Still a long way to go for Midland, but they need to start somewhere. Parsons, who's had a bit of a rough game, heads to the free throw line and can't get the first one. That one left short. So the best Parsons can do here is cut the deficit to 20 for the Warriors. 6.07 remaining here in regulation. Tour College trying to close this one out. That free throw rattled home, 73-53. Midland extending the full court press. Looking for the trap. Henriksen loses it, gets it over to Barkema. Dort gets it across the timeline in time. Now Dort College. Henriksen, right wing three open, no good. Can't get it, but an offensive rebound for Dort. Now Henriksen does the very smart thing and Instead of quickly jacking up another three, they'll just pull it out. Slow things down here, relax. Arkema, left block. Looks for options, nothing kicks it back out. That's what you want from a player in the post. Still 15 on the shot clock. Henriksen drives right, has it knocked away. Gradwell takes it. Very briefly, Midland had an advantage, but now Dort College getting back. Gradwell, left wing, he'll drive baseline, kicks it to Parsons, over to Clark. He'll pull over to Shepard. Shepard, his first shot of the game from behind the arc, knocks it down. The junior guard knocks down his first shot, and the lead is at 17, as small as it's been since early here in this second half. Critchley tries to get by Clark, kicks it out. Henriksen drives, swings over to Brunsting. Feikstra, left wing, over to Henriksen. Now Critchley, 10 on the shot clock, under five minutes to go in the game. Feikstra, swing, deep three, Henriksen, air ball. Alec Henriksen there, a deep, tough shot, air ball, no good. And now a new five onto the floor. O'Donnell, Lang, Jansma, Van Lingen, and Gaysink onto the floor. For Midland, you've got Shepard out there, Gradwell, Parsons, Clark, and Workman, who will inbound it. Dort continuing to apply that full court pressure. Doing anything they can to slow down the Warriors here and Make Midland use more time. Now we've got a break here, and Workman is bleeding through some of his uh, leggings here. So Isaiah Workman will have to get that cleaned up. Coach Oliver Drake certainly not happy about it. But Workman will have to head to the bench to get that cleaned up. 
We'll get about 30 seconds here to see what he can do. And if they can't get the blood cleaned up, then Midland will have to make a substitution. 73-56 our score, and Tyler Craven will check in instead. So not going to get it cleaned up in time. And Craven will check into the game. An update. It's gone official. Doan has just defeated Mount Marty by 13 in Crete. A very quick break there from Midland. And Chase Parsons gets the layup on the right block. Dort College's 24-point lead now just at 15. And another turnover. That one thrown away. O'Donnell hung up the air and threw it over to Clark. Clark. Parsons. Three blocked by O'Donnell. Ball loose. In the paint. It's going to be... Last touch by Ben Gasing, so Midland will keep possession. Getting on the floor there, Gradwell trying to keep the ball alive for the Warriors. 73-58, to the closest it's been since very early in the second half. Clark looking for an option, gets it to Parsons. Parsons, a tough jumper there off the glass, no good. Two ill-advised shots from Parsons there after knocking down a three earlier. O'Donnell will kick it out to Lang, and Dort College can get it under four minutes. Then Lingen down low. He goes up through contact. No good. Shepard straight up, not whistled for a foul. So Midland, they're going to have to get across the timeline again. They do so. Parsons on the break. Far corner baseline. Bradwell. Now Parsons, a very deep three. That one well short. That's three straight ill-advised shots from Chase Parsons, and that might... Ruin a chance for his team to get back in this. A timeout is going to be called by Dort College. It's going to be a full timeout, so we'll step aside here from the Weikert Center. 73-58 our score. Dort College with the lead. We'll be back in 30 seconds with more Dort College basketball on KDCR. Good late Saturday afternoon, and welcome back here to the Weikert Event Center. Fremont, Nebraska on the campus of Midland University. Dort College with possession, 15 on the shot clock, and 3.30 left in the game. A 15-point lead for Dort College. O'Donnell with it, left wing, wants to go down low to Van Lingen, and a wraparound hooking foul is going to be called down low on Reggie Gradwell, so Josh Van Lingen will head to the free throw line and get two free throw opportunities. In terms of men's GPAC teams playing today, this actually is the second closest game we've had today. A lot of blowouts in GPAC basketball today as Van Lingen can't rattle the first free throw attempt home. If Van Lingen can knock this down, Winterfeld will check in. He does. That's how Van Lingen will exit. Winterfeld will enter. The first point of the game for Josh Van Lingen pushes the lead out to 16, 74 28. Parsons. Driving, free throw line. Tried to get a pass off down low to Shepard, but active hands. Jesse Jansma takes it away. Coast to coast. Jansma goes up, has it blocked from behind by Gradwell, and now Midland on the break. Clark driving through. A lot of contact there. No foul. Rebound by Winterfeld. Little surprise there was no foul there. Clark had had a chance to cut it to 14. Instead, under three minutes left. Dort still up 16. Gasink, top of the key, hands off for Lang. A little bit of a three-man weave up top. Jansman now gets it over to O'Donnell. Shot clock under 10. Winterfeld, he's going to have to go to work. Has nowhere to go. O'Donnell, top of the key, three open with two on the shot clock, no good. 
2.30 left to go in the game. Dort's still up 16. Midland wants to break. Parsons tries to get by Jansma. A body shot is going to be called on Jesse Jansma. And Chase Parsons will go to the free throw line. Two free throws coming up. Seventy-four to fifty-eight. We'll have a couple substitutions here. Workman and Van Lingen will check in at after this first free throw attempt by Parsons. Parsons' shot is up and no good. Midland has not converted at the free throw line today very well. They've had chances to try to get that lead closer to ten, and they haven't been able to convert at the charity stripe. Three-point shooting. And the charity stripe, a big difference right now. Why Dort College up 16. Make it 15 as Parsons' second free throw falls. He'll exit. Workman will check in. And with 2.23 remaining, Dort College wants to hold on to a 15-point lead. Heading the backcourt, Andrew O'Donnell's call for a travel. Took two steps and slowed to his stop there. If he does a jump stop, he can get away with it. Winterfeld now comes in. Leaving is Josh Finling and Sidor College going smaller again. Down low underneath the basket. Craven has it. He's fouled on the left block, and they're going to get Kyle Lang for a reach. So Lang's second foul. Second personal foul. Two free throws on the way for Craven. Could cut this to 13 if he can knock down the pair, but Midland has left some points at the line here in the second half. Trying to work their way back into it. Gets the free throw to fall. 74 to 60. Get a blast here and board hard. Board hard. That free throw, no good. Jansmo wrestling with Gradwell on the block. Ripped away. They're going to call a jump ball. So possession door college at 74 to 60 yard score. Scoreboard still showing 74 to 59. And now they have the free throw. Now there are some students working the board today with the uh, scorer's table. Almost taken away. O'Donnell has it poked out from behind, but it made its way over to Kyle Lang. And now the clock will go under two minutes. Doored up 14. Again, Midland left some points at the line. Shot clock down to 10. Jansma with it. Out to Henriksen. Henriksen looking for an option. Lang still 30 feet away from the basket. Shot clock down to three. Lang's going to have to step back. Three-point basket. Air ball no good. Rebound by Gradwell. Midland needs to break. 140 remaining. Down 14. Clark with it. He takes it to the rack. A very tough shot. No good. Rebound by Winterfeld. Hand it off for Henriksen. Winterfeld across to Lang. Over to O'Donnell. Now back out to Henriksen, and that's probably going to do it. Still got to play out the final 120 here. But Dort College should be able, if they take the shot with three on the shot clock, and they're going to shoot it a little bit earlier. Jansma, wide open three-corner, and that's the game. The dagger there from Jesse Jansma pushes the lead out to 17 with 105 left. Game probably over anyways, but Jesse Jansma there up. A major dagger in the corner. Jansma has 27. Dort not helping its cause, though, as O'Donnell getting called for a reach-in foul 20 feet away from the basket. Up 17, and now Workman will go to the free-throw line for two. 55.9 seconds remaining. 
So Workman needs to knock down both. Midland in trouble still. Knocks down the first, gets it to fall. Lang and O'Donnell will exit. Brunsting and Gaysink will enter. 77-61. Door College on its way to closing out this one. Free throw is good. So Workman knocks down both. 77-62. Workman now with 11. Door College needs to get it across the timeline. If they do, they can essentially ice it. Gasing gets it across, and that should do it. Midland's not going to foul. A 15-point lead with 45 seconds left. So Dort College is going to go into the Weikert Event Center here on the road against Midland, who's receiving votes. And after blowing two double-digit leads the past two weeks, or their two games, I should say, in the past week against Conference of Foes, they're going to be able to come away with a victory here today. As Hendrickson banks in a wild three. 80-62, that gives Hendrickson 12. It just moves another defender into double figures. Craven's going to drive. Tough shot, left hand, no good. Rebound taken away by Winterfeld. Dort gets it across the timeline, and that will do it. So the Dort College defenders, a big victory here. A young team perhaps growing up a little bit. They had a 13-point lead at the half, came out strong in the second half, didn't slow down, and they come away with an 80-62 victory. We're going to step aside here from Fremont, Nebraska on KDCR 88.5. We've got the Wireless World post-game wrap-up show coming up next. I'm Christian Zylstra. You're listening to Dort College Basketball. Back here in Fremont, Nebraska, I'm Christian Zylstra on KDCR 88.5 and KDCR885.com. The Dort College defenders with an 80-62 victory over the Midland Warriors. One war Midland jumped out to an early lead in the beginning. Ryan Williams scored the first five points. But Dort College quickly came back a 13-point lead at half, quickly increased that to 24 early in the second half, and from there was just holding on, something they weren't able to do against Concordia last Saturday and something they couldn't do on Wednesday at Northwestern. Dort able to do it. They're effective this time around, and they come away with a victory, improved to 8-7 and seven overall, 3-2 and two in conference, and that would then tie them in the conference standings with Northwestern for fifth. Now Northwestern has the tiebreaker right now in the victory in their one matchup earlier this season. Why don't we take a look at some other scores around the GPAC here today. I mentioned earlier, Northwestern, the one men's GPAC team in a non-conference battle. They were hosting Dakota State today, and Northwestern cruised against the Trojans. 111-74, a dominant victory for the Northwestern Red Raiders, coming off a huge comeback overtime victory over this Stewart College team on Wednesday at the Boltman Center. Doan was hosting Mount Marty today. Mount Marty is still looking for its first Conference win and its first really on-court win. One win this season, that coming in a forfeit. It did not come today. Doan came away victorious, 72-59, to defending a home court in Crete. One of the matchups I was watching today I was intrigued by was Dakota Wesleyan at Hastings. Dakota Wesleyan receiving votes. Hastings, they started out well. They were up in the rankings. They had since gone to 1-3 and three in conference, 8-4 and four on the season. And Dakota Wesleyan went all the way to Hastings, Nebraska, and they're coming all the way back with a resounding 23-point victory, 86-63. to 
So the Dakota Wesleyan Tigers, who got off to a rough start in GPAC play, started 1-2. and two. They've now won three straight and are 4-2 and two in the conference, and that's good enough for fourth place right now in the current standings. Another big matchup today. You had two top 15 teams battling it out at the Newman Flanagan Center in Sioux City. The Briar Cliff Chargers and the Morningside College Mustangs. And Briar Cliff controlled that one from the opening tip. They hit 17 threes, shot 55% for the field overall, and beat Morningside 102 to 77. So Briar Cliff will move up with Concordia, who is off today into a tie with Morningside as well. A three-way tie for first place in the conference. All those teams at 4-1 and one in conference play on the season. Let's go through some of your stats here before Coach Dalma gets up as we continue on your Wireless World post-game wrap-up show. But Ort College, Jesse Jansma was the leader, and he was hot behind the arc. 27 points, 7-11 from three, and 12 points for Alec Henriksen. Those and Kyle Lang with 10 were the only players in double figures for Dort College. A strong performance. Jesse Jansma really led the way shooting-wise. Nine points for Ben Gasink, six points for both DJ Feichtra and Marcus Winterfeld. Chandler Brunson had five, Chad Barkema had four, and Josh Van Lingen added one. For Midland, their leading scorer had 11. Isaiah Workman had 11, and Nick Wood had 10. The scoring was not there for Midland today. The Dort defense was strong. They had their way, and... Uh, Forced a lot of turnovers as well. 18 turnovers for Midland in today's game. You're listening to Dort College Men's Basketball here on KDCR 88.5. Your Wireless World postgame wrap-up. Joining us shortly will be Coach Ross Dalma and Athletic Director Ross Dalma. Dort College shot 43% from the field. Not fantastic, but certainly got the job done, especially when you're playing defense. Shot 42% or 43% from three, I should say, if we want to round up through the 10th uh, of a decimal there. 12 of 28 from three. And for the free throw line, Dort missed only one attempt all game. 16 of 17, that one miss coming from Josh Van Lingen. But Dort College from the free throw line as well. Dort did not waste points. Meanwhile, Midland did. 60% for the free throw line, 15 of 25. So when you look at it, your, your real difference is Jesse Jansen seven threes. 12 threes for Dort, five for Midland. And then Dort didn't waste points at the free throw line. Midland missed 10 free throws. Dort only missed one. Midland did make 15 while Dort attempted 17. But in the end, it uh, was a late effort for Midland. Not enough to close it out. Part of that, the free throws down the stretch. Some other point totals there. Eight points for Reggie Radwell. You had nine points for Tyler Craven as well off the bench. Ryan Williams had seven points. All of those coming in the first half. You're listening to KDCR Sioux Center, 88.5 FM. Joining us here on uh, joining us here on KDCR and on your Wireless World post-game wrap-up show, it is uh, Dort College head coach and athletic director Ross Dalma. And coach, while you kind of look over the stats, we'll start things off here with you guys had a 13-point lead at the half. You quickly push it out to 24 early in the second half. What was different today that that you maybe didn't have against Concordia last Saturday or Northwestern on Wednesday? Well, I, they're just vastly different teams, Christian. I don't think we're, we're comparing apples to oranges in that regard. Uh, you know, Northwestern has guard play that can slice and dice you up, and they have one-on-one guys that can take you off the dribble. So 
uh, that's that's the difference there. Uh, you know, as far as Concordia, we felt like last week we didn't we didn't play as hard as we needed to. Um, you know, I didn't feel like uh, I did a good job of applying enough pressure long enough. Uh, today we are committed to, to pressing for 40 minutes, and I think that uh, we probably you know fatigued them a little bit, got some term- turnovers there off of it, and we, we got the pace where, where we needed it, uh, and that was really key. I, I want to say that I'm really proud of these guys. Uh, Wednesday night's loss was very disappointing. It's very hard to come back from that. And then to put in a good day on Thursday, a focus day on Friday, get on the road with eight freshmen and sophomores to play a team that beat Briar Cliff, who was undefeated on Wednesday here, that's a big task. I and mean, I don't want that lost. Uh, win or lose, the effort was incredible. And I think our guys, uh, it was a pretty critical game in many regards. Um, as far as the conference is concerned, we don't talk about standings at this point, but you got to get one back after losing on the ro- or losing at home last week to Concordia, and this is the opportunity to do that, and our guys are really tough-minded. And I've said all along that this group has a chance to be really good, and they just bought in. They believe. They didn't listen to, to all the peripheral voices on Thursday and Friday about Wednesday night's game, and they came in here and huddled together, circled the wagons, and they just pounded and really played hard. Yeah, you mentioned a pretty young roster there, a lot of uh, underclassmen, freshmen, and sophomores who are getting a lot of playing time you got a bunch of confident young guys, too, and one of them out there, a confident shooter, Jesse Jansma. What different look or, or how much more dangerous can your team and your offense be when a guy like that is feeling it early? I mean, for the game, 7 of 11 from 3, and that was really for the get-go. Yeah, Christian, I, I would tell you this. Last week he struggled mightily against Concordia. He played seven minute, or nine minutes and just didn't have the juice. And Monday morning he's in working on his game. Tuesday he's working on his game. Wednesday before our Northwestern game he's in the gym again. And so, you know, the, the game, you can't cheat the game. And uh, he made changes in his routine, which ultimately led to more confidence. You know, people will ask, well, how do you become more confident? Well, a coach can't hit you over the head with a wand and make you confident. You get confident by demonstrating it to yourself through workouts outside of the practice setting, and he did that. Um, and it paid off on Wednesday night, and it paid off here again tonight. I would tell you tonight, or this afternoon rather, I thought our guys did a, good, a very good job of finding him. That's probably something that we have lacked where we've got a shooter rolling that we haven't identified it, and some of that's because we're 18 and 19. But I thought today Jesse was shooting it well, and I thought the other guys realized it. And that was you know, a big step forward, hopefully, in terms of basketball IQ for our whole team. we got one more game before Christmas. That coming up next week against Stone. What, what do you want to take over from this game, and what do you want to see improve before that Friday game? Yeah, I, I still think there's some things that we can do defensively that, that are a little bit better. Um, you know, we do some good things in the backcourt or applying pressure, but in the frontcourt we allow too many easy passes. We can't, we can't get bogged down in the half court where teams are completing four to six easy passes against us because we're just not big enough to fight that off. And so I would like us to do a better job of getting a little, few more deflections and maybe shoving offenses out just a little bit higher and wider to, to protect our, the basket as well as limit good shots by the opposing team. All right. Well, thank you very much, Coach. Congratulations and uh, safe travels home. Yeah, Christian, it's nice of you to come down and, and uh, do this game. We appreciate that and uh, have a safe trip back as well. All right. Thank you very much. That was Dork College men's head basketball coach Ross Dalma. An 80-62 victory. The Dork College defenders improved to 3-2 and in conference play, 8-7 and on the season. And the victory moves them into a tie with Northwestern in the conference standings. Again, one last look here around the GPAC. Your final scores. 
Northwestern a non-conference game earlier today. That coming against Dakota Dakota State, I should say. And Northwestern rolled at home 111-74. Doan and Mount Marty were battling in Crete, Nebraska. Doan came away with a 13-point victory. It was close for a while in that second half, a one-score game, but Doan, Doan making the plays down the stretch, able to come away with a 13-point victory. Dakota Wesleyan traveled all the way down to Hastings, Nebraska, they're coming away with a big victory, a long trip back home, but a good one after a 23-point, 86-63 victory. And then the big one on paper going into today, number 9 Briarcliff hosting number 15 Morningside. And Briarcliff, 17 made threes, 17-35 from three in that game. Over half their shots were from behind the arc. And the Briarcliff Chargers, a 102-77 victory over the Morningside Mustangs. I'm Christian Zylstra. You're listening to Dort College Basketball here on KDCR 88.5 and KDCR885.com. It's been a pleasure. Glad you could join us here in Fremont, Nebraska. That's going to do it for our broadcast today. We'll be back again on Friday. Dort College will be playing Doan. So until then, hope you join us then. Otherwise, have a great night. And for any fans that are traveling back home to Sioux Center, safe travels.